Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mike Armstrong podcast show. And uh, this afternoon, we're joined by the legend, the man, the myth himself, John Saunders, uh, all the way from Brighton, uh, originally from Maiden Wales, and uh, representing Wales on the uh, on the south coast at uh, the South Coast is or Brighton's biggest nightclub, Prism. And how are you doing today, John? You okay? Yeah, I'm just showing. I'm just moving the camera a bit to show you the Cardiff Blues top and the uh, Wales Iron Man in the back. So uh, oh, happy days! Yeah, yeah. Get, get get your Welshisms in. Get your Welshisms in. So uh, I'm doing, yeah, good mate. I'm very well, thank you very much. I'm all good mate. How are things with you? Yeah, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I'm uh, you know trying to get the uh, the, the Welsh Dragon spirit uh, around the world in a networking collaboration sense. And uh, you know, you I know you're you're out there, uh, you know, representing Wales in England and uh, holding the fort in enemy territory. So, <laughs> and uh, and obviously, hey, I'm, right I'm, a, I'm a Welsh dragon, and you're a, an Iron Man. So you know, that's a good combo. That's it, mate. Between us, it's all good, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, was it fire and fire and steel? Yeah, totally. Having it. No, it's good, mate. It's good. Nice. We went back two weeks ago and. Came back to the sunny, uh, I would love to say sunny, but it was raining when we came over. Oh, um, but no, we came back We came back a couple of weeks ago, but no, it was nice to come back down, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had a very good summer. We had we had a, an awesome spring, didn't we? I loved the spring. Yeah. Uh, got myself uh, into a fitness re regime, and I've been sticking to it as well since, uh, since the weather hasn't been very good. But uh, who knows what it's going to be like now when it's freezing cold rain. But uh, <laughs> how's your training going? Yeah, that's good, that's where the old mindset comes in, isn't it? You've got to get out in that bad weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had to do it. I was on a 75-day challenge. So yeah. uh, I completed the oh, challenge. Like, yeah, no problem. D done it, like, you know, like a breeze. Yeah. It was Happy uh, day. It was called 75-day hard. I didn't think it was that hard because it was, it was not that difficult than the old routine I set myself, you know, before I did it. Like, you know, I was doing my own routine, which was quite similar. There was just a couple more component parts to this one. And uh, it was more a time challenge because I was already doing my own set uh, challenge in work as well, like you know. So it was like it was like a health, fitness, exercise, mental toughness challenge wrapped up with a you know going global and recording. I was just going to say shitloads, so I'll say shitloads of episodes on my podcast, yeah, to to take myself into stratosphere. So you know, combining uh, combining the, the fitness and the you know. Uh, heavy work regime has been a time management challenge more than a more than a mental toughness challenge like you know yeah, yeah but how's the workload going what were you up to how's it all going well yeah i managed to smash out about 600 recorded episodes on the podcast since the end of april done over 150 dual dual chats with entrepreneurs uh, as part of that 600 done 30 um done 30 uh, what are they called um Oh, I can't think what they're called now. Uh, summary type episodes where I combine some other episodes together. Compilations, that's what the word was. Mm -hmm. That was escaping me for a while. Um, set up my YouTube channel, blasted loads of videos on that. Got my um, ability to do live streaming now on YouTube, which you have to get so many likes and of your videos and stuff before you can get that. Created a TikTok account. Um, so I've uh, been smashing that as well. I had a few thousand uh, views of my videos on TikTok. Um, just being my friends on Facebook is like you know tripled or something. Been getting loads of people just coming to me daily, wanting to connect and stuff. So you know, rather than me having to go out there looking for them now, they're coming to me. So that's all good. Did about eight, I think eight thousand. I did seven thousand. I did an episode the other day, seven thousand downloads. 
and I'm, I'm now up to 8,000, I think. So it's really growing quick, like, you know, the downloads. So, yeah, yeah. Just, just all going well, really. Happy days, mate. That's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. What about yourself? How, how's things been going with you since you've been back in uh, the land of the hospitality world uh, after the long vacation? Yeah. yeah, it's been good. Look, I think like anything, you just want to get back in behind the wheel, don't you? You know, and, and ultimately, I suppose we're in a bit of a sticky wicket still again, I think, with regards to the... I mean, there was word on the street today about the second wave and bars and clubs closing. And, you know, I think that, look, from my point of view, if they do close again, I think it's going to be a very uh, harsh, you know, I think there'll be just such a harsh reality um, of, of how badly it'll, it'll impact the uh, leisure industry. But, look, on a positive front... We're back, we're trading, we're full price, the GP's good, the profit's there. Um, you know, you're doing it with some conditions, which is, you know, for the safety of people. But ultimately, it's back behind the wheel, like I said. And I, I much prefer to be there than be a passenger in the back seat and not being able to control it. So, um, yeah, look, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed it. I mean, I've been a part-time, a part-time, you know, I've been doing it part-time the last six months. So... Yeah. What is there not the like? You know, I've had the whole summer off with my kids. I, I, you can't get that time back, can you? So for me, it's been amazing um, on that level. But, you know, I do feel for my for my my bosses and my CEO because I think they're in a real um, tough position and they're going to have to make some tough calls coming up. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, everyone, you know, just like I had to in the global credit crunch, which sort of uh, affected me massively, you've got to sort of retract. You've got to go back a bit and, and then go further forward as... You know, the, the market allows you to go back into, you know, where you want to go and your ambition. Sometimes you just got to retract and stuff. So the reason I'm saying that on here is because I, I want people to know that, you know, people will go through these things all the time. And just because it's happening now, it don't mean it won't happen again. And it don't mean they, mean they won't get through it. So it seems like it's yeah. the end of the world where they're going through it. I've been through it myself and it's not good. But you can get through it. You just got to sort of keep yourself you know, um, into sort of maybe personal developing and personal empowerment and keep yourself, you know, on, on, on a line somewhere or ask for help or do whatever you need to. And then eventually you can get over it, like, you know? Yeah, no, look, I totally agree with you. And I think there's a lot of uh, lot of value in what you just said, to be honest. And, you know, I think you keep your positive mind, keep your positive mindset and you'll get through it. But, and I think, you know, I'm very lucky that I work with a great bunch of people. Like, I've got a great company that I work for, but... You know, being an owner that I have been, and you know, for, for over six, seven, eight years, I have got empathy for them because I do feel at the moment. But I do also uh, think that the, the, the strongest will survive. We all know that. Um, and if they've they got enough money in the bank, they'll survive it. And, uh, and other people will go by the wayside who can't. So, you know, I think that it actually is a massive opportunity for Deldic and, and the leisure industry generally. If someone takes it by the, by the, by the, by the throat and really throttles it, they'll, they'll win the day. It's well, the yeah, ones there's that, always, um, yeah, there's always that opportunity, you know, it's when everyone else is retracting, you know, taking protection. If you've got the ability and the armory to go on the offensive, then you can clean up. Yeah, well, that's it. But the ones that the ones that have got money in the bank, the ones that'll win. But no, you know, if you've got a cash, if you've got a really strong balance sheet and you've got a really strong cash flow, as in you've got you know bank uh, cash in the bank, then actually you're probably in a stronger position now than you ever will be. Because you can you can you can manoeuvre this going forward. I think the issue I I go back to is I I think of like all the businesses I've had, and if it had hit when I had them at their at their peak, I'd have been okay. But if it was at their bottom when one of them was, then I, I would have lost that you know I would have lost a couple. So 
because you look at how fragile the, that, that's that's how fragile the cash flow is in this, in this industry because you've got to work hard for not not a massive return the return is when you sell the properties or sell the businesses or that's the opportunity day by day is you know you're not looking at millions of pounds profit you're looking at maybe you know you're not looking at that, that sort of margin so margins are tight and if you're not full capacity then you've got to find ways to make it work haven't you yeah, 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 definitely. But um, a lot of people in the UK see uh, business failure as failure when really, you know, sometimes you can't get the first business right or the second or the third. Sometimes you need to go through a process and learn some things and actually yeah. then you're a bit, much better business person long term. So there's loads of, you know, successful entrepreneurs who've had failures in their, in their, in their listing and then their history. Oh, and it's just part of life, isn't it? Yeah, of course. And that, look, and that, that's, you know, for your listeners and that's exactly what life is all about, mate, isn't it? You know, if you don't fail, you never succeed. And ultimately, you know, I've been, I was talking to a colleague earlier on. I, I got, I got, you know, I got three no's today um, from quite, you know, from, and I could sit there and say, well, there's a no. But actually, I sat there and said, well, what have I done wrong? Because if I, if I reflect on what I could do better, then I'm going to get more yeses in the future. So, you know, I've got a problem with losing somebody, but I have got a problem if I've lost them because of my own ability, you know? So, um, but look, yeah, no, you know, on that note, I think the ledger industry is going to get a, I've always said it, if you take Cardiff as an example, Cardiff's got far too many bars and restaurants, right? There's no two ways about it. It's just got too many for the, for the amount of people in the city. So at some point it needs to realign, you know, it has to realign. It had to, it went through it in sort of 2010, 2015, you know, 2000, I think I opened up, well, I did, I opened up Edwards on Samaria Street in 2001. You know, that's going back. But at that point, in the same three months, Prince of Wales were open. There was like six, seven bars open at the same time. And I just, you know, I, I thought then, bloody hell, all these bars are coming and even more have opened since. Obviously, loads of them. Yeah. But at some point, you can't have all those bars open doing okay. You need a few doing superbly well. Um, in order to, So that's what's going to happen, I think, over the next sort of uh, year or two. I think you're going to get... A lot of people go to the wall. Uh, unfortunately, I think a load of them are going to be independents, which is a really sad, sad thing to happen. Because um, you know, I think we should all be investing in our independence. Otherwise, all you're going to get is walkabouts, yeah. um, and that's not that's not healthy for any sort of city or town that they want to they want to be seen as a, a growing city. Like, for example, Cardiff wants to be. And so, look, I think it's going to realign. I think we're we're going through quite a tough time, like anyone is. But I think we're, we're bearing the brunt of quite a harsh harsh reality that it's not, it's not going to go back to its uh, normality for a long long time no no and, and and i think you know the problem is with with bars and 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 with a lot of towns and shops and all sorts and, and in business in general is that people don't like to be creative and they like to copy everyone else and so you know you end up it's the same with tv programs you know you'll have one one singing contest and then you'll have a thousand singing contests because one went down well and then all going over to the same market and the same with bars you know one new bar will open they'll all refurb then because of you know the, the bar but they're all just doing the same thing and and, and like for, like i thought for a long time in the bar game um you know, there's nobody doing that sort of like entertainment venue where you can go and have something to eat to be entertained maybe by you know um latino dancing or acrobats or something you know creative and innovative and you know uh, i think that's the problem is that there's so many bars doing the same thing and it's a bit potluck whether they make any money or not it depends on a match day whether loads yeah. of people walk in or not like you know or but, whatever they don't offer like, unique yeah. and i don't disagree with you mate i think ultimately i think what my, my my prediction for the future if it's worth anything is uh, is is 
if you're going to invest or you're going to be going into something, I think anything like you just said, something different is where it's all at. You look at the depot. What the depots end up doing is winners and losers. I'm relating this back to Cardiff because if I bring up a Brighton offer, you know, a lot of your sort of audience may not know it. So if we use Wales and Cardiff, look what the depot have done. The depot have thought outside the box. They've got an outside offering that works really well. And actually, the social distancing is banging. One of my previous bars, Dead Canary, is perfect for this pandemic. It's all table service. It's all sat down. It was waiting for this to happen. Now, you know, it's I, all you know, socially I, I, distanced I already. But yeah, I don't, I don't own just for the record Dead Canary anymore. But I know the guys that own it, and they're going. I'm hoping they're going to get everything they want from this because ultimately they they work hard enough anyway. But two, the offer was ready for it. But going back to the depot, the depot just reinvents itself all the time. Yeah. And the thing is, with like that's why Tiger Tiger closed. You know, Tiger Tiger closed because. Back in the day when I was running it, or previous to me and after me, they had new bars coming every three, two, three years to keep it exciting and something new and fresh. As soon as you stop investing, as soon as you stop changing, as soon as you stop challenging, it's game over. And I think, you know, the bars in Cardiff generally or around everywhere, have, and especially with this pandemic that's come in, it's really interesting to see some of the real big institutional bars on the high streets, you know, doing it really safe. I take my hat off. We've got to be safe. We've got to look after lines but aren't even pushing it at all, you know? And I just worry for them that when it comes out of lockdown, what future that's got in that model. But, um, but then again, that's not for me to, to, to pry. That's just for me to comment, you know? Yeah, yeah. But also it's, 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 it's a massive problem with psychology because, um, like, for example, the people going out was declining for a long time. When I used to go out, and, and, and you, no doubt, in the 90s and stuff, in the heyday, it was a, a cultural thing and it was like what well, you did. And then the generations below didn't go out much anyway. And once they get locked down for six months and you, you've changed your whole habits and your whole lifestyle and everything else, it's quite hard to get people to go back. Just like at the yeah. moment, it's hard to get people to go back to work. You know what I mean? People don't want to go back to yeah, work because they enjoy exactly. the lifestyle. I mean, I, uh, funny enough on that level, I won't bring any names into it, but a girl that's worked for us for like three years, she went off the radar in March. We haven't heard anything from her until yesterday. So she's been off the radar for five months, six months, and then she didn't get paid last week. She's back on the blow. Back on the radar, away. yeah. Surprising like, how that happens. Like, you know, in the nicest way, where have you been for six months? What, what, you, you haven't answered any emails. But the point is with that is that, you know, people, people are, you know, used to doing their own thing. They, they, they have got to have it. But I, like, I, I think nightclubbing will not be like nightclubbing ever again. I will say that. I know that sounds quite a broad thing, but I don't think it'll ever be the same again. Um, but I think the person that picks it up and gets money-making schemes in big spaces like we've got in prison would be the ones that win the day. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. You've got such a massive venue. What, what are some of the things you're thinking about with that? I think I mentioned to you before, be a great venue for eSports, that sort of thing, yeah, yeah, which is massive yeah, at the well, moment. Yeah. We've got virtual, virtual sports coming on. We've been working with Bingo Lingo, so that's, a, that's why I mentioned the depot, because yeah. we've put a couple of Bingo Lingos in in our time. They're the sort of things that'll win the day, mate. You can sit down, you can have fun, but you haven't got to dance and jig around. you just got to, you know, and ultimately, that's what I'm saying by where times have changed. People want something for their money. That's why Nick Saunders, I've got a lot of time with Nick Saunders, and uh, I know his silent partner as well, but he's like, he's a really good operator as well. But the two of them in the depot, they're going to do really, really well. They've been, you know, if I can talk figures, they've been doing in excess, but I won't talk figures, it's be, be rude of it, but... They're doing a lot of money, mate, because they've, they've, they've jumped on it. The offer fits what they do, and they've rolled it, you know? 
And a lot of the offers, you know, again, maybe a bit, bit uh, bad towards Deltic. I, I just think we're sort of not, you know, we're going on what the government is saying. Not but then again, why would you change? You've been a nightclub business for the last 20 years. It's very easy for me to come in and say change it to this. But they've been a nightclub business. That's what we are. So they yeah. want to stick by it. And I understand they want to yeah, stick but, by it. But, 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 you know, so many businesses refuse to change with the economy and the environment around them. And then they go bust. Well, worse blockbusters, um, you know. The, the, the high street and the, and the, the but, city centres are littered with them. Yeah, but the bit, the bit that you were picking up on there, Mike, I think is a really interesting point, is that the city centres numbers have declined in the last... Like, I've been doing it a, a while, yeah? 20-odd years. And you've seen the numbers decline. There's no two ways about it. Figures, backs, you know, it's still busy. Saturday night, peak time, going to Cardiff, Chippy Lane is full, right? It's still going to be busy, right? But ultimately, the numbers are depleted. They are. They're going elsewhere. They're doing their spending their money elsewhere. So actually, you could argue this is a real good tipping point to say, well, actually, the numbers are dropping. Change, change what you do to have let people do it to get more money and then realign it, isn't it? Yeah, 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 definitely. To, to me, it's all about innovation. The thing is, people hold on to the past too long. They hold on to their comfort zone. They're not quick enough and nimble enough to adapt to changing circumstances. And they end up banging straight into the iceberg. Agree. Oh, no, I totally agree, mate. I totally agree. And it's a real, look, it's a real interesting, I can't explain it too much. All I can ever say at the moment, it feels, right? Not because of Delta, but the industry, we're doing it just to sort of tread water. It doesn't feel like we're in this for the long term. No. Do you know what I mean? It feels like we've opened and we feels like we're trading and we're making some money, but actually this doesn't feel like it's going to be a long-term fix. No. It feels like something else is coming to sort of just, you know, and I think that second wave and us closing first before schools will happen and that will, that will stop so many people operating. It'd be, uh, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be honestly, it could yeah. really like damage everyone. Well, I think they should have let everyone out and encouraged everyone out a lot earlier because I think they should have encouraged the second wave because I think they should have then locked down like now when we're opening up so that they could then have opened up for Christmas. But I got a feeling we might end up locked down at Christmas, which will be a killer to everybody. Because without yeah, Christmas, well, everyone's know, gone, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, look, there'll be, be so much carnage if that is the case. And don't get me wrong, I still think, you know, if we're sat here now talking about the second wave, we've been talking about the second wave for the last six months. Oh. So if you're talking about it six months ago, what exactly is the plan for the second wave now? Not because of government, but us as an industry. Yeah. I'll put my, bo my bottom dollar on, Outdoor bars and outdoor entertainment will be the winner, hands down, in this fight. Yeah, yeah. The only problem right, so is those, our, our winters don't really uh, the winters don't really play play ball with the outdoor bars. No, they don't. But for those who accommodate, they like the depot. We'll put a big marquee up and put heaters in there. They'll oh, win yeah, the day. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they'll win the day. Those sort of uh, venues. You know. Yeah. So I think that those those sort of for me, that's where the ledger industry will always win. Is I love like the Croydon Box Park. I mean, I've always loved those. I think they're amazing. I think they're, they're street food. It's entertainment. It's what you want to do. You know, that area is buzzing anyway, but every city should have one of those, right? Yeah. Like Cardiff is crying out for one. Denver have done well because it hasn't got a fox park. But, you know, don't get me wrong. There's lots of people I think looked at it. They were looking down the bay, but I think they decided to put a, um, an all-purpose uh, uh, stadium there now, haven't they? Or a, an entertainment sort of event space. So that was going to be meant to be going there. But I was talking to Ken Paul before I came to Brighton, and he was talking to me about that project. But box parks and outdoor space and entertainment will 100% win the day. 
Yeah. Well, that's it. Well, people always want entertainment. That's the thing. This is why I say if people can just get a bit creative and put interest in different things on, aimed at different groups and different niches and stuff, people will always want entertainment. But you've got to give them yeah. something. You've got to you've got to build it for them to come. Yeah, I, I totally agree, mate. And uh, the exciting bit. I mean, I'm talking to you, but you know, if my boss, which I think it has done on several occasions, said to me, "Look, John, we got this to fill. What do you want to do?" But that's the where the entrepreneur comes in, isn't it? Yeah, you say, well, well, let's do this, let's do that. I've already got, I've got four promoters begging for me to do something because they're not daft. I've got the biggest indoor space to use, but I'm the only one you can make money off. Yeah, well, really, yeah, because because you've got the, the, the upstairs and the downstairs and there's bars yeah. and the separate rooms, so, you, you know, socially distancing to you is not as big a problem as it is for no, these, no. like, small, we, you know, like, thin, thin bars and stuff, like, you know? Exactly. Well, like, the, the, the beauty is, like, relating Brighton to Cardiff, what they've done down Castle Street, I love that. But my exact point to that when I saw it is I know Cardiff better than most people, and that will only be used two months out of the year, yeah. you know? That's, yeah. the, that's the sad truth, you know? Whereas Brighton's not slightly different. We get better weather down here. Yeah. And, and the seafront has been rammed all summer. But ultimately, where are they going to go when it goes winter? They've got to go indoors. Yeah, so it's only your venue that can mop up then, isn't there, really? Bingo, you know, that's the thing. And also, uh, those midweeks as well, you know, there's got to be stuff you can do in that midweek. Like you say, maybe bingo, taking people out of smaller bingo venues where they already had the crowd and putting them into your bigger venue where they can actually still service the same crowd just over a bigger space, like, you know? There's so much we can do, and I think, but, it, you know, don't get me wrong, you know us better than anyone. The, what they're worried about is prison brand going. I buy that. You start denting prison brand, yeah. and then you start denting what it actually be believes in or what it is. I buy that. But taking prison out of it, yeah. if you do it on your dark sessions, which is nights you wouldn't normally be open, then what's the problem? You're just renting the space out, aren't you? Yeah, I tell you what would work as well. Probably is uh, is uh, cinema because you've got a big screen yeah, in the centre and you've got loads of space all around it, so you could have like a stand-up cinema with a pint. But he, 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 obviously we're next to a Odeon cinema and we're already in talks with them about what we could do with them. Because yeah. they want to show, they, you know, we, we wouldn't even have to apply for the license. We just use one of their films. Use theirs, yeah. It's their, it's their building. We rent a, rent a venue from them. So yeah. we've already talked to them about it, mate. It's, uh, it's, that would be brilliant. I'd love that. I think that would work. I think that would work anyway. Why don't that happen? Why in their cinema pubs? Well, look, at the moment... Um, like I said, maybe I'll change the subject a bit because it's, it's quite political at the moment with regards to where we're going as a venue. Yeah. Our CEO is at the moment, you know, talking to the government and trying to trying to levy, you know, action to keep light clubs alive. So, and I take my hat off to him because I, I respect everything he's doing. I respect why he's doing it as well. The bit for me is that as soon as we get the green light, if we do, to start looking at other ventures, then those are on the cards, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, uh, to me, it's... Um... Just seems weird that it's not cinema pubs, like you know what I mean. Like you have a couple of rooftop cinemas and stuff on on rooftops, and they have like uh, bars and stuff. But it seems yeah, a bit crazy. Mate, that, yeah. There's so much. There's so much that can be done and will be done. It's just a matter of just like I said, just everyone's everyone. This was said to you about it feels. Um, it's just a weird situation at the moment, but no one wants. It's, no, it's a bit like how do I explain it? It's a bit like you playing rugby and you picking the ball up and and getting. You pick the ball up and take it to number 10 and you always, you see the gap and you go for it. No one's really, everyone's picking the ball up and just running straight at the opposition number eight because it's the safest option. Yeah. There's actually, yeah, or, they, or, they, um, 
Or they're going left to right, but there's no real forward momentum. They're just passing the ball no. all the way to the left and all the way to the right. They're yeah. playing the game but without, any, yeah. without any dynamism, without any yeah. velocity, without any momentum. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and the, mo- and the momentum is the bit that I, you know, I just feel for all of us on that because we can't open it. Just like I said, you, you tread, you're treading water, you know? And it's hard because the, the upper bosses, no one's used to this. No one's been, it's the first for everyone. I buy that. But, you know, it's been, it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm just talking from an industry generally. It's, it's, a, it's a real fun. If don't get me wrong, I'm looking forward to the future. Next three, four years are going to be exciting. I, I know they will be. Um, you know, it's a matter of just finding out which path is the right one to take. And then whoever does the right one will win, win the day. Yeah, and sometimes it takes somebody, you know, to stand out and put themselves above the parapet and do something different. And then, you know, lots of people follow suit then, don't they? Like, like I said before, everyone likes to copy everyone else. That's why, to me, it would always be my advice in the hospitality sector, any business sector, would be just to do your own thing, do what's authentically you, and, and, yeah. and you know, be creative and just come up with something that's different. Don't just follow the crowds for the sake of it. Like, right? But it's interesting you say it, actually. Some, something quite exciting project-wise I'm looking at is the uh, Brighton Sevens. Yeah. So I've got the links into the rugby club. My boy plays and I coach there. And I tell you what, I think Brighton could 100% compete with Bournemouth Sevens quite on a level. You know, we, I think the city's a better, you know, I'm not going to argue about Bournemouth. Anyone, I don't want any abuse from Bournemouth, but I think Brighton's now I've lived here, it's got so much going for it on the light, night times. Well, I've been to both. I've been to both Bournemouth and Brighton on nights out and day out and all sorts of things. And definitely Brighton's definitely bigger than Bournemouth, but it's, it's a bit yeah, more going on. Yeah, it's just got more going on and it's got that vibe. So I reckon the Brighton Sevens could absolutely storm it. So um, watch this space, I think, is the question with that, is watch this space for that. Yeah, yeah, and, and I suppose there'll be a nice uh, uh, venue for some after after um, Sevens after sevens drinks yeah. and stuff. <laughs> part, of, part of what we were doing at Deltic last year, we were looking at putting on or getting involved in outdoor spaces and bars and whatever. So... When I get it all together, I am going to be approaching Delvic to see if they fancy getting involved with it because I think it's something that we could really benefit as a venue from as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, t- how's the uh, training for the Ironman uh, going? I did ask you about that, but uh... yeah, yeah well, the Ironman would have been yesterday. I mean, uh, if it wasn't cancelled, it would have been yesterday. So um, it's 364 days from now, mate. So. Uh, I've been. I've actually got a virtual marathon, London Marathon, coming up at the, in October, October fourth. So I'm, I've, I've started running for that. I've got a month sort of training to get that under my belt. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good actually. I feel good. I went in the sea yesterday for a swim. Um, it's good. Yeah, things are good. Fitness wise, I feel good. I mean, you know, and you said you're still going. Yeah, I'm still going. I had to, after finishing my 75 day challenge because it was after a three month of my own challenge. I, I had a, a weekend off, which turned into a, a week to maybe 10 days. can't remember right. now exactly. Uh, I think it was the 10 days-ish because I had the weekend, then the week, and then the other, other weekend. And then I started back on the Monday. And I haven't been going out every day, but I've been going out most days. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, right. I'm, I'm sticking at it. Like, you know, keep, keep myself fit and that. It's just, uh, again, for me, in the lockdown, I could put a bit more time into fitness and health and all of that. Because, you know, it was a boom time, it was lockdown and, and a lot of people were pivoting and stuff. It wasn't the time to go full steam ahead. But the way I yeah. see it is I always thought when lockdown got released in May or whenever it was, 
was in May, June, uh, July, I don't know when it was, I don't really keep up with the news and I'm too, too busy doing my own thing. But I knew whenever yeah. the, the lockdown opened up anyway, things weren't going to turn back to normal until September because it was, it was summer right. holidays and it was, it was all that and nobody likes doing any work in um, the summer in the UK anyway. You know, very, very rarely, you know, especially in the B2B sector, which is what I'm in. You know, they all go on holidays and all the way and everything. And September, October, November is always the busy time. So, uh, so, so, so since like the beginning of September, you know, which is what was it been like a week and a bit now, week and a half now, I was full steam ahead anyway in 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 the lockdown, hundred miles an hour. But I was also, you know, a bit more time to, you know, cook and 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 exercise and all of that. But now I'm I'm full. I'm, I'm still doing the exercise where I can and all of that. But I'm much more focused on full steam ahead in 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 the sort of sales, marketing, networking events. All that sort of stuff now as all of that picks up again, like you know. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. You just keep it going, mate. Yeah, keep it going. Yeah, definitely. I've been doing about like uh, ten, well, between six and ten events a week around the world, networking. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's my front end of the funnel, really. The, the the going around online networking gets them onto my podcast, second stage of the funnel, gets them connected then on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever. Third end of the funnel. And then it's about okay, how, how we can help each other. Yeah. Collaboration. That's good. And how's the interviews and everything? How's everything interviews all going well? Yeah, interviews have been smashing it. They've had a really good uh, time, you know, because of the online and everything. Their first real world event is this week, uh, th Thursday at Geo's down the bay. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, my first uh, real world network event since March. Considering I used to do two or three a week, you know. But um, but and they've got, a, they got a world. I saw Paul and Tracy put on this world summit, haven't they? That looks excited. Yeah, the the global summit is on in uh, November, I think. And uh, yeah, a lot of the people that they had on um, during the lockdown period, you know, one at a time, they're all going to be on over like three days all at once, like you know. So all the greats, you know, like um, Brian Tracy, Les Brown, you know, Jarek Robbins. Um, uh, who else is on there? Uh, Sharon Lecter. Yeah, so Sharon Lecter, that's good. Yeah, all, 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 all the big names, like, you know, so yeah, it'll be a great three-day event because um, it'll draw the crowds, won't it? Like, you know, whereas each of these guys, one at a time, draw the crowd, but, you know, all together en masse, and it's going to be a unique three-day experience, like, you know, I love all that sort yeah, of thing, good. so, obviously, Cracking. they had to roll their real-world event into next year, so that's why they've got the time and space to do that online summit, like, you know. Yeah, my, guess good, is, good. my guess is they'll continue to do it forever now as well because you know they'll get a lot of people to it because it's going to be a global event like no yeah of course yeah well that's, that's great and you know being part of that must be uh, must be pretty exciting <laughs> yeah definitely and um I, i've met a good friend who's like a power networker similar to me based in uh um north um sussex based north sussex somewhere and uh, he's uh, he's inviting me. He's involved in a couple of groups that are international. So I've been doing some networking in uh, South Africa, networking in Germany, networking in America, and then I, I also do a bit of speed networking event, which is like seven o'clock to nine o'clock on a Thursday, which okay. is with a guy called uh, Gerald Solution Hammond, and uh, right. and uh, it's uh, based in America, but it's people all around the world speed networking. Uh, so that's really good as well. And then obviously I've been doing the Outstanding Network as well, um, you know, three days a week for the last few months. The first three months I was doing it like every day, seven days a week. 
during the beginning of lockdown. So that's that's like a, a, an Irish family that I got, you know. And most of them are like northern from Northern Ireland or Republic of Ireland. So I've just oh, been wow. busy, busy building connections and networks and just uh, meeting great people and, and collaborating and just doing whatever I can for them, like, you know. That's oh, good, mate. It's good, it's good. That's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what it's all about. Yeah, how's the networking been down in Brighton? Has it been quiet or have you been doing online stuff or what? Yeah, I've been doing a few online stuff, but you know, nothing um, I would, exciting. I've got a golf day actually, a golf day planned in October, October 9th. Yeah. Um, so we've got, I think we've done about eight, nine teams on that already, which is great. So that's going to be our, our networker that we're going to bring them together with. So we're doing that for the Echo Trust and the Star Trust. So um, that's really good, excited for that. Um, but no, I could have, you know, that's one thing I could have been doing more of is networking, but definite. Um, but it's, it's on my radar now, so I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, 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 definitely. And uh, yeah, it's definitely worthwhile checking out some um, some Eastern, you know, South Southeastern events online. Obviously, you know, you can network online anywhere, but for you, you probably want to do more Southeastern based events uh, as you've got a venue in the Southeast, like, you know, obviously I know you're always into, into some other stuff as well, but, uh, you know, um, yeah, my, I should connect you with my mate, uh, uh, Mark. His name's Mark Jarrett, yeah? M-A-R-C, Jarrett, yeah? J-A-R-R-E-T-T. He's well-connected. He's based in the southeast, in North Sussex. He runs 140 WhatsApp groups. So you can connect with him on WhatsApp, yeah? But he's also on LinkedIn and Facebook and all that. But connect with Mark. He's a global... He's been a global networker for a long time and he's been banging the drum for virtual online networking before the lockdown, like, you know? It's landed right in his lap, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, when I met him, he had about 90 to 100 WhatsApp groups. He's got about 140 now. He keeps adding different niche groups for different people in different sectors, industries and stuff to network together with each other, like, you know? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, they're like, um, they're like uh, you know, like when you get added to a company WhatsApp group or whatever, and there's like 10 people from the same company or same industry or whatever. They're like that type of WhatsApp group, or you might get 10 or 100 people, depending on what the group's about. So, you know, yeah. he's got groups for things like SAFAs, which are South Africans, uh, Americans, uh, Europeans, UKs, Irish. Uh, he's got, um, you know, all niches like... Um, Gold and silver buyers, uh, jewelry traders, uh, you know, um, environmental businesses, all that, you know, lo- lo- loads of marketeers, Facebookers, TikTokers, Instagrammers, just communities, really. So people can just go join together and, um, and connect and, and, and chat with each other. Like, you know, he's got one which That's is called, one's called the VPN. It's a virtual power networking place, like basically like a pub, really, where, every, where everyone joins and you can just talk about anything you want to all the time, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, mate, isn't it? That's what you want. Happy days, that sounds brilliant, that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So uh, I'm, I'm just thinking for well, hope you. Hook me up with him for definite. Hook me up with him for definite. Yeah, I'll do an introduction. I did tell him I would uh, do an introduction to you. I also had another girl, uh, Heather Barry, her name is. She's based down your way as well. And I cool. did say I'd connect her to you as well because obviously, you know, I, I think, you know, I met a lot of these people because they're interested in meeting people around the world and online and all that. But they're also, same as me, still interested in networking with people locally and all that. You know, you've got to have um, yeah, cool. fingers in all the pies, isn't it? Yeah, you've got to have your fingers in all the pies, making sure you're still looking after local, but also still looking after growth and global and how you can do something on a on a wider, you know, sort of worldwide basis, like, you know? 
Yeah, I totally agree, mate. I totally agree. And uh, yeah, look, anything you can do on that, mate, I'd be more appreciative to get it on to me. Yeah, no worries. Will do. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll direct those to you when we finish. And uh, yeah, if uh, if there's anything I can do to help you, as always, you know where I am. And uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll get down to Brighton uh, sometime. Let me know if there's any big, big, big events or anything that you're doing, anything different that's worth. Uh, oh, it's going to be fancy, fancy game of golf. There'll be some good people there. 9th of October, come down and uh, have, a, have, a, have a go. I, I, I would do that, except I'm not a very good golfer. I don't particularly play. Yeah, you don't, don't, you don't need to play don't, golf, just come down. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, I do sometimes go to Interbiz events and, and just, uh, you know, drive the buggies around and stuff. But uh, I just... Yeah, yeah mate, I can always, always do with a wingman, so come down and let's have a look at it. Well, yeah, well, if there's ever a big, like, you know, day, night or a couple of day things and it's worth, you know, or a big event or, you know, like a Brighton, like an expo or anything like that, anything that's worth the seven-hour trip, you know? The thing is now, uh, oh, I used to travel... Yeah. I used to travel all over the place, but now, now, now everyone can be zoomed. Now, now it's like because I'm like, like, have I told you about my happiness formula, my success formula? Oh, oh, yeah, I spoke to you at the time, didn't I? I spoke to you at the time, yeah. Well, obviously, a big part of my. Uh, did I tell you I called them smart and streams in the end? Yeah. Yeah. So, and the streams is all about where systems, technology, relationships, efficiency, action, marketing, and sales. And efficiency is one of the big things I've always lived by, like, you know? And so for me, traveling seven hours to go and do a two-hour meeting or a two-hour event used to be something I would consider because efficiency, it didn't make sense. But the people you, you wanted to go meet wouldn't have done a Zoom. They would expect you to see them. Whereas that right. whole expectation has gone now. So it's like, to me, the efficiency has got to win over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. If it's big enough, like you know, if it's big enough, if it's a day or two, then I probably would do the travel. But just to come down for like a, a couple of hours or a half day, it's a long, you know, to me now, it's quite difficult to justify that seven-hour round trip, like you know, or you know, yeah, nine hours sometimes going to Brighton, depending on the traffic. Yeah, well, that's it. That's what it's about, isn't it? It's about doing, you know, getting it right and getting it going. If it's worth it, then do it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Plus, if you ever see any events where they need any speakers or whatever, obviously, uh, hook me up because uh, that's a yeah, well, that's a bit. And and obviously, if you've got anyone in your network who has got an interesting story to tell or is just an entrepreneur and they want to come on my podcast, then uh, happy day, send them my way. Like, yeah, yeah, I think there's a couple actually. I'll, I'll do the when you send me those names, I'll uh, I'll hook you up with a couple of people I know as well, then yeah. All right, nice one. Yeah, do that. And, uh, you know, it's a great way of um, them promoting themselves to a global audience because I've had probably, I'd say, at least 50 entrepreneurs from around the world on in the last month. Um, and, you know, literally from all over the place. And they all tend to watch my content then after, like, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, that's exactly what you want, isn't it? It's what you want them to do. Yeah, I tell you, I just come up with a really good strategy as well. I've recorded a video on my YouTube channel. And it's a welcome introduction to me and my network and all that sort of thing, yeah? So whenever anyone connects me on social media now, I send them the video. Right. So that video is already had, like, loads of views. I've already been recorded a couple of days ago, but it'll always get loads of reviews because I'm always connecting to loads of people. So I say, yeah, oh, yeah, thanks yeah. for connecting, have a look at my video. And then I say, and if you want to um, subscribe to my channel, do so. So it's like yeah, a you're growing your channel and growing your views on your welcome and telling people about you and what you stand for. Yeah, good. Well, that's exactly what it's about, isn't it? You know, I have that. That's exactly what it's about. 
Yeah, yeah, so that's really working well. You know me, I'm always trying things, always having a go at uh, different, you know, strategies. And that one is a, I can see it's going to be a diamond strategy. Like, you know what I mean? I've only just started and it's already working well, like, you know? That's good, mate. Well, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, is there anything you want to uh, say if people have seen this and they want to get in touch with you? Where, where, where do you want to Yeah, I like to think I, I'm, on, I'm on all the social media platforms, mate. Just go on, John, put John Saunders in. You'll get my uh, ugly mug and then get in touch. But, you know, ultimately, as I said, it's flying the flag for the, for the industry at the moment. So it's about making sure we, you know, we stick to what we do. And anyone who's got any questions or have lost losing jobs or roles and want to catch up and want to just have a chat just get in touch with me mate that'd be great yeah nice one okay and uh, just for those that don't know john is j-o-n it's just john short for jonathan rather than the j-o-h-n it is so, indeed. Uh, just get that plug in because there's somebody who's always searching for people on socials you know if you've got the letter wrong or whatever it can get difficult to find them yeah yeah, yeah. i got it yeah it's the, the the stalkers i got you <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, yeah, uh, I, 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 I don't know if I told you this. It probably happened because it happened, I think, during the lockdown period. But I, I, I've, all, I think, I've, for a long time now, I've been the number one Mike Armstrong on LinkedIn, but I'm the yeah. number one Mike Armstrong on Google. Uh, you know, and there was a lot of big boys ahead of me, like you know, uh, a while back, uh, and I was lower down the page. But oh, I'm the number one. In fact, do a Google search for me. Let me know when I send you this message. Send me one back. Let me know if I was number one where where you did it from, because obviously I'm in Wales, and so it might rank me. It might rank me ahead of other people from a Welsh perspective, but not from a UK or London perspective. So I'm interested in finding that out. Um, well, I just put Michael Armstrong in. It came up with laugh with Mike. Is that you? No, that's a comedian. That is. But but search yeah. for Mike Armstrong, not Michael, because I do all my. Uh, my marketing under Mike Armstrong generally. I, I got I got accounts under Michael. But uh yeah. Um yeah, I'll just let me have a look. I'll have a look in a second, I'll feedback to you. Yeah, okay, no worries, no worries at all. But uh, yeah, from cool. where I am, you know, I'm the number one and that took me a while because they were these like uh, comedians and book writers, authors, um CEOs of companies, there's a lot of big big Mike Armstrongs like you know, but there's uh there's only one Welsh dragon, Mike Armstrong. There's only one Mike Armstrong, mate, in there. Exactly, yeah. And, and if you have a look at hashtag Mike Armstrong, I'm all over the internet on that. So yeah, I, own, sure. I own the hashtag. I own the hashtag. They can all borrow, borrow someone else's they can, go, they can all go do one, can't they? See yeah, exactly. I put my flag on the hashtag of Mike Armstrong. Can, yeah, yeah, absolutely, but absolutely. They could have hashtag Mike Armstrong comedian or something, you know, something longer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll check it out anyway. I'll let you know, but I'll let you know. All right, nice one, and uh, enjoy the rest of your uh, day, week, year. And if I don't yeah. see you, uh, be careful. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Well, that's quite a bit then. So yeah, happy <laughs> days. So, yeah, <laughs> nice to <laughs> Exactly, and uh, yeah, so Are you coming back for the, the the finale of the Six Nations? Well, what's that meant to be the Scotland game, wasn't it? I can't remember if it was one or two games. Was it just the one game or no, not? No, I, I, went to the, test, I, went to, I went to the French game. I think it might have been the Italy game left and the Scotland game. Was it? I thought it was just the one left. Um, I thought I thought it might have been two, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't I'm know. Not sure, mate. I, I, I don't think the Millennium is open. I think they were talking about planning on just playing it down in Twickenham to get it done. Well, um, the answer being no. Uh, we probably won't come back because we did have tickets, but they um, they obviously they didn't refresh them. So. Um, 
we won't be coming back for that. Unless there's, until this crowd's back, we probably won't be coming back for any games. But no. hey, mate, that doesn't mean I won't be watching it in my front room. So it'll all be good. Yeah, fair enough. Well, if you do come back to Cardiff between now and Christmas or whenever, then let me know and uh, we'll have a beer. I will. 100% mate, I will, yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. All right, no worries. Have a good day. All the best. Ta-ra. And you, mate. See you later on. Cheers, bud. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> right, nothing else left for me to say other than have a great day. I know I will. And thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you in conjunction with Startup and SME web design business, 333 Websites, which are available at www.333websites.co.uk and Mike Armstrong's Coaching, which is available at uh, mikearmstrong.me forward slash coaching. Um, There's nothing else left for me to say now other than have a great day. I know I will. And don't forget... You can do it. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye.